It's that time of year. Everyone's getting engaged. Thus, we are super excited to introduce you to Beholden, a wedding brand of the curated selection of wedding gowns and bridesmaid dresses. Their spring collection just launched and everything's gorgeous. Plus, once you order your dress or jewelry or shoes, ships in just days. Check out Beholden.com for a limited time and use the code PARTY for free shipping. That's B-H-L-D-N.com with the code PARTY for free shipping. And now let's batch. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. We're doing just Bachelor today. I've done two Vanderpump Thursdays in a row, and I'm just getting back to my roots. And to do so, I'm joined by the grand dame of Hogwarts, <laughs> Bitchbone, <laughs> Mallory Rubin. Wow. <laughs> Is there a grand dame of Hogwarts? No, but I like to think that you Googled Harry Potter wizard school name just to give me that custom intro, and, and I am honored. I had a Darren Chris like phase that lasted a week when he yeah. first hit the scene in uh-huh. Glee, and I was really into um, the Star Kid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What, what was it called? Hogwarts the Musical. Yeah, it's called Hogwarts the Musical. And the first song is "Got to Get Back to Hogwarts," and it's very funny. And as a result, I know the name Hogwarts. And then a very Potter musical. A very Potter musical. You're right. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite things on YouTube. A very Potter musical. And the extent of my knowledge comes from that, the viral video with finger puppets. Of, yeah, Snape. Snape. And then you, Snape. I believe, have read the, the first, first page, page of the epilogue. Of the epilogue of book seven to find out if Harry died. That's it. Spoiler alert, <laughs> Harry doesn't die. Well, folks, the truth is a little more complicated than that. That's all I need to know. <laughs> Ginny Weasley and Harry Potter have a great life. All right, that's enough. Talk to, if you're interested in Harry Potter, we've got about 50,000 hours of binge mode for you. So check that out. Um, I bet that Harry Potter is popular with this cast, actually, because they're young. So they probably remember reading it with their family, their parents, not too long ago. Listen, what is age? That's true. Age is but a number. It's one of your firm stances. <laughs> yeah. Um, on that topic, mm-hmm. I, you know, I wanted to have you on because I just know that you have a lot of Bachelor <laughs> thoughts in general. Like, I feel bad. I've been going to sleep really early because I'm aged. And like at like 9.45 p.m., like I will tap and have slack for the night. And then yeah. I'll look in the morning and like you got a lot of things to say about The Bachelor. And no and one is no there. One's no one's there for me. <laughs> so we're giving you a real life forum. Oh, and, grateful. Uh, and we're going to go from there. Okay. So Mallory. Yes. Juliet. Who's your favorite woman? One of my problems with this season so far is that I don't think I have one. All right, fine. You you for a long time were a college football editor, so I'll just be a little bit more pointed. How is Hannah B affecting the reputation of the <laughs> University of Alabama and its football team? Listen. The biggest losers in the land. She's not doing as much damage as Dabo and Trevor Lawrence did. <laughs> to the Alabama brand, but she's coming damn, damn close. Uh, she's among the the toughest hangs in recent TV history. Fair oh, definitely. To say. Definitely. What what do you think she's thinking when she goes into the frozen smile? I don't think she's thinking anything. I think that's part of the problem. We saw with the, her failed attempt to do a the most basic of human interactions with the toast that Sometimes the mind just just goes blank with her, though we know now that when she needs to fill time, fill space, she could just roar <laughs> into the abyss for as long as is necessary, apparently. <laughs> it's like her Smeagol sound, my precious. 
you're just like Andy Serkis. I didn't I didn't know that. How ex- thanks, bud. How exciting. <laughs> I'm actually a really big Andy Serkis fan. It's great. Really I'm pretty talent, sure I saw him at the airport guy. once. He plays a villain in a movie that I like. I can't like as himself, not as an anim- animatronic or whatever. Black Panther? No, though he's in that. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. So I assume you're on Team Kalen because there's a lot of discussion about Kalen versus Hannaby this week, obviously. And I, I'm i trying to figure out what really happened between them. There's not a lot of info out there. I am on Team Kalen, however. Oh, a caveat. Okay. I think Hannah is telling the truth. Okay. What? When, what way do you think she's telling the truth? I just think that somebody who is incapable of mastering herself (laughs) and her emotions enough to make a toast over a glass of champagne Mm. is not— Not a master manipulator. —capable of manipulating the situation in in that fashion. That's a really good point. She's ruled by base emotion and instinct. (laughs) Sometimes clearly to her detriment. Now, I want to be clear. I I'm not saying that I think Kaylin definitely did something awful and, and Hannah was clearly actually wronged, but I think she thinks she was wrong. Yes. I think she's being sincere and earnest in her accounting. She just doesn't know how to present that information. Clearly, the fact that she is incapable, either incapable of providing any specificity or that has been edited out just to prolong the drama, is part of the problem. Kaylin, however— polished. Yes. Poised. Yes. And so I have, while I like her much better and I'm rooting for her to advance out of this feud and further on into the season, I also think she's probably manipulating the situation into her favor here and massaging the facts and the details so that she comes out looking better. She is doing the pageant thing (laughs) successfully. That's one of the things about Hannah that I just can't abide, by the way. The whole, I didn't want to... I didn't want to be in a pageant again. Well, why did you I know. come why'd on, you on The Bachelor show? then? Do you understand the basic premise of what you've opted into? I think that she probably doesn't actually know how to function like outside of the pageant world because obviously we're getting the strongest reactions from her when she is faced with like this girl-to-girl, girl, woman-to-woman conflict. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like she has to keep like replicating that. That's like that's like what she knows best. And the other thing she knows best is how to be feuding with Kaylin. So she's almost like, it's almost like fallback behavior for her. She doesn't really have a lot else to go on right now. Interesting. So it's like an, an, it's sort of like this is what I know. I know how to compete with other women, and I know how to be fighting with this 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 bee. Interesting observation, astute. My you know, like, I don't claim to be a life coach. Frankly, you are, you are my life coach in many <laughs> ways. If you're not capable of dealing with tension and stress, yeah. and fraught interactions, don't go on the show. Don't go on the show, and then certainly when you're feeling stressed, don't bring up stress and fraud interactions <laughs> as your default move to deal with the fraud interaction. It just feels like she's trapped in a cycle of her own making. I do think there's some potential here, though, that what we will learn about her over time will make us feel a little bit bad about our, our current takes. I think she's got sure. some potential for that. She seems definitely sadder of the two. She yeah. seems more easily manipulated by A, Heather, who I don't think is like a ma- criminal mastermind, right. and B, probably whoever her, her producer is, who's mm-hmm. just sort of like, tell me more about this, or make sure Colton knows that you know each other and, and whatnot. And the, I mean, Colton's reaction to that. I know. Oh. The preview of Colton, the preview that we got seeing Colton just so destroyed and disheveled sitting in the in the interview space like so upset 
one thing I didn't discuss with Alyssa that I really wanted to circle back on, he's obviously annoyed that there's drama that he has to sift through. He doesn't want to be put in a position to pick sides, which is, like, I guess, like, a nice trait. He seems, like, genuine in being like, well, I like them both. Right. And I actually believe that, which leads me to believe he has, like, negative emotional intelligence. Because Hannah did say one thing that does kind of apply, which is, if you want her, then you can't want me. Because they are really different. Yeah. I... I f- personally reject any sort of like reductive binary like that. Okay, but you're hu- you operate in the human world with dy- dynamic relationships. We're talking about The Bachelor. I know, but 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 I would posit for the room, please do. That that applies to The Bachelor world most of all. You're literally going on to say, maybe in my own life I would only meet a certain type of person, mm-hmm. but here I want to be exposed to all of these different people and things and ideas. And look, at the end of the day, he's going to end up probably with four blonde women that he's choosing from because sure. he certainly seems to be gravitating a certain way. Plus Katie, the dancer. Yeah. that They were like, sushi. <laughs> sushi. I guess he, I mean, he does seem to like... Nicole, she's gotten a couple group date roses. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll maybe it'll be a little more mixed than we're thinking. But I don't think it's so re- ridiculous that this early in the process, he's saying, wait, the whole point is that I'm getting to know different people and seeing who I'm actually going to find chemistry with. I just think he doesn't, I think he's so conflict diverse, and this happened with Tia too, where he's so uncomfortable in like being just like decisive, which is like his rap, but also like being like, this is what I want. Like sort of not just sort of defaulting on the best situation, but getting after what he's actually focused on. That's true. He also clearly feels that one of his main sources of anxiety is that he, he doesn't trust his own instincts. Yeah. So on the one hand, he might say, I want to be exposed to different people and different things. But on the other hand, if I keep them both and I, if I do like them both, in other words, that's actually the problem. Right. Not the good thing, because it means he doesn't know what's actually best for him. And if he likes two people who may be lying, that's even worse. It's not just one of them. He might be doing this twice. (laughs) That's true. I ultimately, I don't think he'll pick either. I was thinking about the historical precedent for this. Mm -hmm. Kaylin, someone like that, who's like embroiled in drama, to get selected at the end really mm-hmm. takes a lot. Hasn't really happened since Courtney Robertson was chosen by Ben Flanick. And I you bet you didn't watch that season. That was that was before your time. After I stopped and before I came yes. back. So in that season, Ben was like a total bro, Ben Flanick. Mm-hmm. And he just sort of in like Courtney, they just they had the ocean coitus, as Jacoby said at Grantland. It was it was famous. <laughs> they had sex in the water and like and like ran and like date like way before you're supposed to in in the ocean and it was like a legendary thing that happened I mean it's legendary to me that's not the vibe of Colton or Kaylin certainly not yeah (laughs) and so I I think the kind of like controversial girl can't win with someone like Colton like Mm -hmm. and also the show has kind of moved away from that type of girl anyway like the villains they serve the purpose of like keeping the show interesting, not, like, actually pursuing the guy. Like, we'll talk more about Demi in a minute. But Demi is not, like, actually um, uh, yeah. an option. Right. It's just about getting Demi to the two-on-one where she's left oh, on an island God. somewhere. That's it, right? And she'll be happy. She'll be fine. Delighted. I, I've, like, really talked myself into Demi. Because you actually like her or you think she's just good TV? Great TV. When will we get the mother? Oh, my God. <laughs> she's in prison. Well, she's Maybe getting out, though. Women tell all. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. She could maybe come. 
incredible. Maybe like the way Ashley I brought her sister sure. onto paradise. Maybe Demi can bring her recently released from jail mother to paradise with her I feel comfortable joking about it because it's a white collar crime just want to be clear if it were something more serious then and obviously people get hurt with white white collar crime but you know I just feel like it's okay (laughs) that's that's just where I'm at she used it in her intro bit for the show so (laughs) what'd you say she used it in her intro bit for the show exactly she's made it fair game exactly um I do kind of miss a villain like Courtney Robertson. Also, Courtney was like very sexual. And Courtney and Ari also had an off-camera relationship. She mm. was like upset mm-hmm. when he ended up becoming The Bachelor. And then also when he had girlfriends, like it was like an issue. But Courtney was like an adult who was like sexual and used it to her advantage. And I like that. Like, let's get that back on the show. There's no one who you can sort of be like, yeah, she's like that. And I mean, none of these girls are particularly sexual. Yeah, I like the people, I mean, to get back to your initial question, the people who I find myself most invested in so far and rooting for the most are are not the aggressive ones, either in terms of their sexuality or in terms of starting fights with other women. Like, I like Cassie. Yeah. I think she's very sweet. She seems charming. I Everyone like seems to like Katie, Cassie. who you mentioned earlier. I, I like Sushi. Nicole. The women who are hoarding the screen time so far, like, you, you know, she she parted ways with us, DJ but your Agra. obsession with DJ Agra was befuddling to me. I, befumbling, you mean? Excuse me. Befumbling. I have no other word. I just like to say <laughs> DJ Agra. Like, if I were thinking of becoming a DJ, I would become, I would be DJ Agra too. Just to like follow in her great lineage. Redux. Just an idea. Just an idea. <laughs> I want to hear more about who you like and dislike, but first let's talk about today's sponsors. I want to talk about Rothy's. They are flats that I happen to be wearing right now, and they are my second pair. Yes, I have two pairs. I have the pointy toe flat and the loafers, and they are great, particularly here in California, but really anywhere. My two college roommates who live in D.C. both have them. We all bought them at the same time. It was a group decision. We all got different uh, styles and patterns, and all could not be happier. I was the first one to buy a second pair, but I know they're both planning on it, too. And here's why we love Rothy's. They're stylish, they're classic, they're comfortable, and they come in four fashionable styles for women and girls. There's the flat, the point, that's what I'm wearing right now, the loafer, have that at home, and the sneaker. Not to mention the color and pattern selection is amazing and they're always updating their lineup. No wonder Meghan Markle slipped on her Rothy's for her recent Australian tour with Prince Harry. I will say I was really excited to see that when she was wearing them. She wore the all black ones. She looked great and I felt so cool that me and Meghan Markle had the same shoes. And best of all, Rothy's are made from recycled plastic water bottles. Hard to believe, considering they're the softest shoe you'll put on your feet. A major added bonus, they're machine washable. I love my Rothy's, both pairs, and I know you will too. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners. Use the code BACHELOR, B-A-C-H-E-L-O-R, to get free shipping with no minimum. Plus, you'll get free shipping and free returns or exchanges on your Rothy's shoe. Go to Rothy's, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com, and enter Bachelor to get your new favorite flats and free shipping. It's a no-brainer. Shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable, and worn by Meghan Markle. Plus, free shipping. Go get yourself a pair today. Rothy's.com, promo code Bachelor. Get it while the deal lasts. And now more Bachelor talk. All right, more on this week's Bachelor. And before I let you go, just so you know, we're going to be discussing Caitlin and Jason, which actually seems to be like a legit relationship, but more on that in a second. Um, so you like you like Cassie. Mm-hmm. You like Katie. You like Nicole. Why do you like Nicole? Because I'm not a fan. I don't... Kn- I- 
I'm neutral for now, but I can see becoming emotionally invested in her over time. Okay. I I found her talking about her brother. Very sweet. Very sweet. And it was extremely sweet and caring. It seemed very sincere to me. She seems like a loving person. They have not like infectious crackling through your television chemistry, but they seem to enjoy each other's company. The nice girls are definitely what's for him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just don't find too many of the women like so. Yeah, here's part, a, part a lot of, of it. They're gone already. Like, they are. We're almost down to half by now, right now. This is part of it. This is maybe not fair. This happened with me with Ari season two. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to actually become emotionally invested in any of them because it took me a really long time to get past the fact that they liked Ari. And I that's know. how I feel about it now with Colton. Like, I just, it does not compute for me at all. When they all came, when they, they arrived for the group date, uh, the exercise date, which like literally if the choices were work out with other people and a man for a date or like literally be thrown into a erupting volcano. Set yourself on fire. Hashtag my fire fest. (laughs) Throw me into a volcano. I can't think of anything less appealing. And so as they were all getting out of the car and running over and talking about how sexy he looked with the ropes and the tire, at that moment, Juliet, my Postmates order of six pints of ice cream was arriving. And I was serving myself. Six? Jenny's? This time I tried Ample Hills. Oh, did you like it? What'd you get? Uh, I, uh, the flavor that I had on Monday was the gooey butter cake. Very good. Extremely rich. Yes, that will give you a stomach cake. How I much did you have? Awful after. That will get awful. I have to say, I think the munchies is their best by far. I ordered that one too. I haven't tried it it's yet. It's so good. It's pretzel ice cream. Shout out to Sean Fennessy. Wonderful. Like, it's so good. It's I, That's like the best thing they have, in my opinion. And I, I like Amble Hills a lot. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to digging into the other flavors, but I raised that just to note that the contrast could not have been clearer to me <laughs> between my life and my preferences and their lives and their preferences. It's just like I, I'm not into the same thing, and so I think that's part of it. It's just it takes a little while to get to know the women and care about them when your first exposure to them is them liking Colton, who sucks. Yeah, and <laughs> I just he has no authenticity except for that one moment we saw like behind the scenes, the breaking of the fourth wall, and. That's rough. Mm-hmm. That's like a that's a creeping problem with the show a little bit is that as it's become more popular and a way to become famous, it's hard to find like people who were there for like the wrong reasons, but like the old wrong reasons, you know, right. or like just sort of like on a whim. I don't know. Like I just people are so exposed to reality TV, like they know exactly what they're getting into. And yeah. it's just like a it's a platform. I would just be so much more into a Blake season. I really would be. I know. I'm really trying hard to get Blake to come back. I, I was like, he's. <laughs> have we talked about how handsome he is? He's, um, he's. I feel uncomfortable discussing because he was so much more handsome in person than I was expecting. Oh my god! I need you to make sure that the next time he comes to record, he came on a Saturday. I know. Right. I need it to be a, a, a work day. He was day. so nice too. <laughs> I really like Blake. Great guy. Blake is great. He's also like a legit six four. He's really handsome and really tall. He only issue with, with uh, Blake. He wears those same fucking shoes all the time. You're hung up on this. Let's get the man some sneakers. M- Mallory, you're a sneakerhead now. Take I am. shopping. I would love to. <laughs> I don't know about a Blake season. This is a good segue. Over the weekend, Blake spent like three consecutive days Instagramming it being a third wheel <laughs> yeah. on Caitlyn and Jason's date. Yeah. In, I think they were in Denver, maybe Nashville. I can't remember. I don't know. Is that appealing? This guy who's like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a third date and like and turning it into... 
a bit. I mean, I have to say, I really, I do like Blake a lot, but I don't know if he would have been like a great bachelor. As and, you know, I feel comfortable saying it. I told it to him face. To you his did. Face. You did. I think, I think he, I offended him. By the way, he took it well. He, he's he a great guy. It. He he's rolled a, with it. He is truly a great guy. He's way more genuine and authentic because he's been through like so much adversity. I mean, I think Colton. There's like just something about Colton that I'm just sort of like want to know more about his youth and his childhood. And well, that's the thing is. We just still, you keep raising this point, we just don't know really much about yeah. Colton. And part of that is, of of course, how overdone the virginity narrative is and how they keep returning to it constantly on the show. It's all the women were asking him about at first. Every illusion and the, and the, the celebrities they come on keep mentioning it. Like, it just is the, it's not even a shadow. It is the show so far. With Blake, we know so much about Blake yeah. already that I think whether he is to your taste or not as a bachelor, like th- to me, the I'm the third wheel Instagram story is just such a charmingly earnest, like I want to be around people I love and I want to find love thing. I don't know. Blake <laughs> and Jason, but now we know Jason's like dating someone. Blake goes out so much yeah. to these events where there's so many women that I'm just certain he's like probably having more sex than he ever thought he would. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, though. God bless, man. Good for him. <laughs> Good for them too. For yeah, no doubt. Um, Caitlin and Jason apparently have been dating for a while. Like, so this is real. It's. Re- I think it's real. She went on her own podcast this week, and by the way, I plug it a lot, but it's because I really enjoy it. the The bachelor party. Facebook group is like very lovely. A lot of good info in there. Thanks to everyone who participates. And she apparently, according to the kind folks in that group, she talked on her podcast Off the Vine about meeting Jason. And I think she even said she feels she was destined to, she went on The Bachelor because she was destined to eventually meet Jason. So first of all, that's brutal for Sean Booth. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. It's like on the level of like Mackenzie Bezos. <laughs> oh my God. You know? <laughs> and that's rough. Um, wow. And then that just seems like really extreme. I mean, they seem like a good, goofy couple together, so I like support it. But I think it's real. Is there any chance that she's saying things like that because she's got to get the get back in to the mainstream here, get back into the Bachelor conversation, you know, being one of the hosts of the horrible pop-up viewing parties in the premiere. <laughs> She's getting back in the circuit. Yeah, I think I think without Sean, it kind of changed it because she can, like, accept these on her own. She doesn't need to, like, accept them as a couple. Because when, when you are the lead and then you end up with someone, the couple gets, like, all the appearance. It's like you have, like, Nick and Vanessa come together. Right. You can't go anywhere alone because that's what happened. Yes. And so I think there's, like, that's like probably appealing. And I guess, I don't know, maybe they're in love. She wants to shout it from the rooftops, aka her podcast. Interesting. It's pretty, it's pretty wild. Popped out of nowhere. I will say Jason's hair is looking better. I like Jason a lot too. I know you do. And he's a good guy. He seems very sweet. Yeah. I found and rich, crucially rich, <laughs> as he wants everyone to know. You noted in the run-up to them choosing Colton when it was clearly. Blake, Jason, Colton in the mix, that Jason was really actively campaigning. And I was very struck when he came on your podcast by the way in which he was still campaigning. Even though he was saying the words, the the words were in essence, I have my career, I have my life. And the subtext totally was put me on your TV show whenever you want. Whenever I'm available. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I just, it's it's like a new access for Bachelor Nation. Mm -hmm. I just feel like so much is gravitating so much is gravitating toward Blake and Jason and Caitlin. 
It's like the big three. Do you think that they will be making an appearance at the Super Bowl in any capacity because of the Gronk connection? Oh, in Atlanta. Oh, Jason's definitely going. I don't, we're going to see some Jason Super Bowl action, not, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. Great point. I didn't even think about that. Some exciting possibilities. I wonder how many Super Bowls he's been to. We got to find out. Oh, my God. Definitely. Maybe I'll ask him. That's funny. And like, does he, does, do you get a plus one for that? And who gets it? Blake or Caitlin? <laughs> it's got to be Blake still. It's got to be Blake still. The true love of his life. Blake, Their romance is beautiful. I won't allow Blake to go if he doesn't get new shoes. What if you could give Blake one pair of shoes right now? One. I just want to say this. Which is, pair of sneakers would you get him? Oh my God. Because you got to think he's tall, yeah. he's lean, but muscular, um, long foot. <laughs> um, I think some like some like old Nike Nikes, like a Air Max one, maybe something mm-hmm. like that. Interesting. I think he needs but classic a, colors. He needs a thinner, longer sneaker. I'm gonna go with Vapor Max for Blake. I actually think he's kind of an Adidas guy. Okay, maybe some Ultra Boost? Sure. Great, we solved it. Yeah. This is, <laughs> Rothy's is, is the sponsor of this podcast, by the way. They got so lucky that you just did a natural shoe integration, which allows me to remind you that I'm currently Incredible. wearing Rothy's that I love. Incredible. I'm, I'm, Here I'm, to ser- help. I'm serious. <laughs> um, I really hope they come back. But I, I have one question for you. Okay. I don't, I don't know if any of the women stand out enough, but mm-hmm. is there one who you're just like, oh, yeah, you're obviously going to be like a, a big deal on Instagram and like we'll be following you come July? Ooh. Good question. I mean, certainly Demi has that sure. potential. She has ingrained herself in the the public's mind, if nothing else. I think that Kaylin could be that person if she's eliminated mm. early enough, actually, Ooh, interesting. where she gets to really build her own brand and her own image independent of Colton. One person who I'm, I'm actually sad that we didn't maybe get that potential with is Caitlin, who got sent home yes. on the group date. I thought she had that potential. Interesting. So beautiful. Seemed kind of bubbly and fun and a little, like, slightly more shy and maybe nervous than you would expect somebody who's that hot to be. But then she just, she blew it in kind of astonishing fashion. I can't recall too many <laughs> instances where someone was like, I know that the script says I'm supposed to open up to you about my life, but the thing is, I'm a 10. I'm smoking (laughs) hot. Dudes always want to fuck me, and nothing bad has ever happened to me, but I'd love to tell you more about that if you'd like. That was so wild. I can't believe that happened. And obviously, he just couldn't handle it. No. He just doesn't have the capacity. It's like, does not compute, does not process, shutting down now. Oh, my Lord. That was really something. So, Caitlin's your girl. You respect her game. I just, I wish we had gotten more of her. I was really, I was, I was disappointed in that outcome. I I really was. I. You you know what's wild? Like, kind of unremarked upon? The sloth went out night one. She didn't even make it past the sloth costume. I think it might be the first time that the gimmick costume didn't get a second, second day. Second episode. I mean, we're still getting the, is it a dolphin or is it a shark thing? Alexis. How many years has it been for Alexis? Love her. Two? Has Can, it been two years since that? Um, yes. Still milking it. Yeah, that was Nick's To season. great effect. She should come back in the baby shark, like some kind of <laughs> tie-in or something like that. Let's get her in a video. You know who else has the Instagram potential is Brie. Oh, yes. Already a bit of a viral sensation because the Brie's accent. Brie's like smoking hot. Beautiful. So hot. She's very LA Instagram hot too. Like she does have the look for like put me on your Malibu cliff yeah. and blow the wind in my hair. 
take a picture. One hundred percent will be in paradise. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think they didn't realize that clip would take off and like misfired with her. Do you? Who is the early bachelorette candidate here in your mind? Kaylin. Yeah. I would put money on Kaylin. Yeah. And uh, Hannah G, the Instagram model. See, I think I'll pick her. Mm-hmm. Do not. I I can't tell. I think it would be really hard for the show if if an Instagram model wins. Like, that's just sort of like a Rubicon that you cannot come back from. <laughs> Crossing a Rubicon you cannot recover from. You know what I mean? Because then it's like, then it's like the beast has taken over. Yeah. So just because of that, I don't think so. Interesting. She, I'm thinking just about the edit she's gotten so far. Very, you know, very good. Positive edit. First impression rose, then kind of vanishes. It almost actually so far feels a little bit like the JoJo edit, which obviously totally. JoJo didn't win, but just in terms of clearly someone you're smitten with early and then kind of vanishes for a long time. And you know, weirdly, on some level as a viewer, that it's not because she's going away. It's because she's going to be there dominating at the end. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think she gets bachelorette, Hannah G or Kaylin. She's so young, but as, we, as we talk about, it, I think Hannah. How, she's twenty three, right? Yeah. I, I mean, they are trending in that direction, and also like as you said, age is but a number. I, I I know you have talked about this on the pod already, but I just I have to say that I find that part of Demi's whole shtick really gross. <laughs> it's pretty horrible. The it's age, the age shaming, yeah, it's horrible. The only thing is, Tracy does it like right back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But even then, it's slipping into, like, Elisa's date. She sort of had to address yeah, the fact the that she was, yeah, an older woman. Ridiculous. It's like, come on. I know, ridiculous. One thing about this season, it's the most gendered and sexist, perhaps, ever. Because the double, like, if you talked about a woman being a virgin for every moment, it would just be, like, uncouth. And it would also yeah. be like, oh, my God, I can't wait to deflower her. Where it's like, that's the whole thing would just be like so gross that everything with Demi, which someone points out, I can't remember who, but like if a man did that to a woman, it would be like oh, of, a cr- criminal act. Oh my and so God, it still yeah. should be. So I do feel bad for being like, I love Demi, but she, I mean, she's good TV, but like the gendering and the double standard is so extreme this season. It's kind of uncomfortable. It's not even just the action on Demi's part. Her entire narrative as she was yeah. spanking him was I want to make sure everyone knows how uncomfortable yeah. you are. Yeah. It's, I can't believe that. Aired. I know. It's a good point. It's really, it is really like over the line. The fake hand really freaked me out. I was like, where the <laughs> fuck did she get yeah. that? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I had a, uh, not a similar experience, but I was sitting at Tate Frazier's desk the All other right. day. He had a shoe under his desk and there was a t-shirt in it. But the angle at which I looked at it, it just looked like there was a, a foot. I, that's, it, that's, it, not, that's not a similar experience, just to be clear. <laughs> stuck in my mind, though. Fake Very appendages, upsetting. I guess, but not the same. <laughs> um, Mallory, thank you, as always, for bringing your insight. Julia. For pushing me to think about whether we should be celebrating Demi so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, thank you to Rothy's and to Beholden. Don't forget to get your stuff from those two great brands. I will say I really genuinely like both of those quite a bit. Wonderful. And I'll be back on Monday, episode four. I think Colton might jump the fence. <gasps> I think. Already? I think it happens on Monday. Rumor has it. Haven't watched yet. Oh, wow. All right, everyone. Have a great weekend. We'll be back Exciting. then. 